0: five four three two one i'm john mcglash for the wdma we've got some deep stuff today kind of a surprise to me but we'll start out with something fun as usual and here we go in austin it's 60 degrees with its <laughs> Alexa Amazon's Alexa lost her voice this morning causing a Alexa lost of- her voice how is that even possible we have the replacements ready just say the word and you're sure this is gonna work Yeah. Alexa, show me a recipe for a grilled cheese sandwich. Pathetic! You're 32 years of age, and you don't know how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. It's name is the recipe, you Alexa, how far is Mars? How far is Mars? Well, how am I supposed to know? I've never been there. This guy want to go to Mars <laughs> for what? <laughs> There's not even oxygen there. Alexa, set the mood. Now setting the mood, you're in the bush and you're just so dirty, and so sweaty. Because it's hot in that bush. Alexa, rebush, reboot Alexa, play some country music. Oh, I don't dance now, I make money, move. No, no, Alexa, country music. Alexa. Alexa, call Brandon. I'm afraid Brandon is a little tied up. But do let me know if there's anything I can help you with. Jessica? <laughs> Good boy. Thanks, guys, but I'll take it from here. Okay. <laughs> that is should definitely be on the list of all-time best. I mean, those vignettes are so great. I don't know what it's advertising. I've never heard of that product before, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's get over to the real news, okay. I was a little shocked at this one that uh Navistone, which is you know been around for a while now uh and what they do is they they put a it's like a cookie or something they can they put a tracking thing that that when when you go out of any website wherever you go the you have to send the website your uh IP address, you know, but, you know, in my, like in my company, everybody, every computer here has the same IP address from the perspective of the Internet. We have internal IP addresses. So when we first start, when the Internet first got going, we were thinking that we could, we could take the IP address and we could find the person's at least vicinity, you know, at least like a zip code or something. um, Dynamically which it it sort of should have worked except at the time about 30% of the internet was AOL. And so everybody was in Arlington, Virginia. Okay. But so we gave up, but Navistone, you know, pursued this. And so they take your, so your computer automatically sends your IP address. It sends information about your browser and your computer. And, um, and it, it is probably possible to identify you just on that basis without cookies, uh, if everybody sort of shares the information. But it's more it's more easily done if we we put a cookie out there that that connects back to other servers, not just the website you're visiting, and tracks you through wherever you go and what you're doing. And that's the third-party cookie that everybody. So. Uh, upset about but first party is a little different because now you're visiting a website that you intended to visit they're sending you pictures they're sending you information you would think there was some kind of quid pro quo there some kind of transaction but the court is basically saying that Pennsylvania has a law that unless both parties are participating uh, consensually that you can't uh, record stuff now in Wisconsin, at least up 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 to ten years ago, I don't know since. Uh, you could record somebody in your office uh, if you if they came to your office, you could record what the two of you said. It didn't require their consent because they were implying consent to be in your in your facility. So uh, Wisconsin is a one is you know is sort of one sided. Pennsylvania changed the law and said that. And the judges said that just going to a website is not consent. Hard to say, right? I mean, you know, we can all have... Every time you go to a website in Europe, you know, you see this. Are you going to allow us to, to track you with cookies or something? And you don't know what they mean, and you just click yes. You know, it's sort of like a paywall. You know, I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know that it helps consumer privacy, but the bottom line is Navistone has... Probably hundreds, if not thousands, of clients that are using their services to, you know. Uh, LoveSack, we work with LoveSack. They don't use Navistone, so it's you know, but but they use another company. They use uh, Brian Delette, and um, and you can reach out to Brian. I don't know what he. It'd be interesting to see what he thinks of it. We did do an interview with him, and I think it's it's posted, um, but. Uh, they do it and they bounce names up against implied consent, where, you know, sort of consent is given. Like if you subscribe to a trial for Netflix, they ask you if you're okay with other offers. You know, a number of publishers do that. Uh, I just signed up for something yesterday and they asked me if I was okay with other offers. I said no, because, you know, I got enough stuff coming at me. So anyway, Navistone does that and they and they find out what your street address is and then they and then they allow their clients or the uh, to send that name to a printer uh, nobody really sees it you know it's it's anonymous but anyway brian set that up with LoveSack and they were already doing tv advertising driving traffic to the web and so they were already spending a lot of money to get web traffic and what this did was sort of harvest the web traffic and and send postcards or more to people to invite them to the store, and it worked massively well. It was it was absolutely great. Um, LS Direct is Brian's company. I mean, Brian isn't the owner, but Brian works there and runs this division. So this a really has this has some real potential ramifications in the direct mail industry um, because a lot of people are doing it. And um, but it also has implications for you know when you place an order, are you giving consent? You know, are you? I mean, most all the laws have this as a stipulation that if you transact business with with a company, that they have the they have the right, I suppose you'd say, to recontact you. In some cases, it's a requirement. Um, I was talking with a printer in Chicago, and um, they told me that pharmaceutical companies now are required to know who's who's taking their medication in case there's a problem with the medication, so that they can be notified and uh it didn't used to be that way it used to be that 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 the the pharmaceutical companies would market to the doctors and the doctors would write the prescriptions anyway so this is a huge this is a huge ruling uh Navistone said that um it they've already had ten new lawsuits filed since august when the first ruling came out this is a, a bit of a clarification they're asking for more clarifications um but mm, 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 mm. Navistone argued that they weren't intercepting any transmissions because the information was sent directly the court on the other hand argued that if someone doesn't consent to that information being sent then they're not then you can't take you know use addition do additional uses but you know can a website even send you, you know, when you click a link, you're sending your information to the website, and the website is sending you back information and pictures and things. This doesn't seem to be a leap from that. Anyway, as usual with law, what do they say? Good cases make bad law. Okay, here was a, something I ran across today. SQL response in, in league with NAPCO research surveyed about, I don't know, it looked like a couple of thousand um, marketing people across the the country. (laughs) And 97% of the respondents reported steady direct mail performance. Now, this makes me suspicious. I'm going to dig into this a little deeper. I will post the, um, I'll post a, a copy of the report for you to look at. I know not many of you do that, but you can go to WDMA.org and uh, get the marked up stuff from every day. And I've marked that up a little. Um, but whenever 97% of a survey is, says anything, you know, there was this climate change thing where they said that 97% of the scientific papers supported uh, climate change, which was really what, what they'd done is they'd taken about 10,000 of them. Uh, and then they whittled it down, <laughs> and then they and then they counted, <laughs> you know. And so they ended up counting. It was very circular, and they ended up counting uh, the results they wanted. In which case, it got almost 100%. And uh, I wonder if Napco, since Napco has a long history of being involved with direct mail, I wonder if they if they utilize their own circulation lists uh from target marketing or something else um you know that's my suspicion my suspicion is people were already leaning toward direct mail because 97 percent of companies don't use direct mail i'm I'm really confident of that not in any significant way 90 percent or more have integrated or plan to integrate digital marketing channels into their direct mail strategy now that when I first read that I thought it was that they were going to integrate digital and direct mail, but no. What this is saying is is that ninety percent who already have direct mail are gonna integrate digital marketing. Okay. Which, you know, isn't a big stretch. I mean, if you if you send somebody to the website, is that integrating digital marketing? Yeah, kinda. You know, really it is, I would say. So again, not to diminish this it's great. it sounds like great news but I'll reach out to eric up at uh, SqL response and see if uh see if he wants to talk about this a little more uh and I'll also look at the look at the uh at the at the full report it's very beautiful there's some really nice uh there's some really nice graphics and such let's let's open that up and see what it looks like here it is. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.